everybody. Welcome to Geek Freaks. Geek Freaks. <laughs> I am Frank, and I'm with Joe. Me. And Jonathan. What's up, what's up? That's Jonathan being quiet. Oh, sorry. Hey, y'all. There he is. Gotta scoot in more. Today we have some nerd news. <laughs> we also have a review for Umbrella Academy from Jonathan. Yep. Uh, what are you guys reading right now? You guys reading anything good? Uh, I read the Umbrella Academy Volume One. It was, yeah. it was pretty good, but uh, I'm still reading Saga, and I want to. I need just... to sit down and finish that. Oh yeah, it's it's getting so good. I'm on like chapter 32, I think, and uh, it yeah. they do a good job of really keeping you hooked. So yeah. I like it. I want to I want to keep going. I want to finish it. My my only thing, the reason I kind of like because I there's, there's like one more coming out. I kind of want to just like pace it out to where I experience that with everybody else. Yeah. So, so I don't yeah. know. I probably just need to catch up and finish and be done. I know. I made the mistake of reading like. Uh, a whole bunch of reading, I don't know, all of them that you have, and yeah. then getting them all myself, and then deciding I'm going to reread it. I didn't realize how much I had read already. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot to reread, but now I'm back up and reading fresh new stuff I hadn't read it, so it was a really, really good story. Cool. Anyways, yeah. Are you reading anything? I don't know how to read. You don't know how to read? <laughs> <laughs> Hooked on phonics. Hooked on. Best thing about that is I've seen the shirt. I wasn't. Hooked on phonics classes once. You're so quiet, you know that, right? <laughs> anyway, it's a little too sensitive. Uh, just a heads up, by the way, um, you'll notice that the, it might be a little echoey or whatever. We're back at the old place because we were over here for Jonathan. We were having like a hangout at John's house, so uh, it's the old recording still, uh, area. Uh, personally, I'm reading Alita uh, from mm-hmm. the I'm reading the manga. My first manga, which means you read it backwards. Yeah, which is interesting. That is like whew, my brain has a hard time with that shit. <laughs> I know other people are like, yeah, I read manga all my life. This is my first one, so bear with me. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it compared to the movie so far does it seem pretty similar uh, it actually does it seems quite a bit similar and it's funny because when I saw the movies we did a whole review on this me and Squeaks where um, when I saw the movie I was like oh this is going too fast it felt like uh, Last Airbender where they like mm-hmm. crammed too much into yeah, the movie yeah. and then you read the comic book and you're like oh no that's just how fast the comic book was oh see I don't like that I wish the comic I, I like when the, when it's slow and elaborates on everything and give you more yeah. it's very good though. I really do suggest you watch I mean actually one of the things I don't know if it's not in our news but it is this morning <laughs> Um, Alita is like breaking records in China. Really? Yeah, it will definitely get a sequel now. Wow. There's no doubt Alita's gonna sequel because it's just tearing shit up in China right now. What's so it did good over What's here. so good about it? Why is it? So it's popular? a really fun story. Uh, is the manga really popular before the movie? Came it out? was. Yeah, oh, okay. it's from the 93, 90, uh, 90 to 95. The uh, anime came out in 93. For you know, um, and then there's even we were talking about there's even a PlayStation One game that came out for it too, back in PS One days. It was really good. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm catching up on that, and uh, it's really worth a watch. So, all right. So uh, let's get into some news. We have some TV news first. Um, CBS confirms that the Star Trek starring Picard is going to be in 2019. Hmm. It'll be probably CBS All Access. Still, you know what that's going to be like. What kind of um, series? It sounds like it's going to be him trying to like create peace amongst the federations, like the other people and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. that basically, but it sounds like it's going to mostly be him on his own. Oh. But they did get uh, two directors. Uh, first one is um, Hanal uh, Culpepper. She's she does a lot of Discovery, mm-hmm. and the other one, which we've met, Jonathan Frakes. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. cool. He's he's good. He's, yeah, uh, Luke Skywalker gonna be. There. <laughs> yeah, Luke Skywalker will be there. Chewbacca and Doctor Who, they're all gonna be hanging all right, out. Cool, <laughs> yeah, wanted to make sure. So much nerd to get you right now. Clarify it for our listeners. <laughs> uh, Sci-Fi Channel orders a new series based off uh, Dark Horse Comics called uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Oh my God, Resident Alien. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, it's a story about an alien that like crashes and tries to assume the identity of a doctor in a small town. Um, 
I like when they do this. I like when they're basing things off comic books because, like, nowadays people don't understand how much of the stuff they like is based off comic books. There's a lot of good shit out there. Like, all these really good-selling Marvel movies. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, true, but I'm just saying, like, even TV shows, people will be like, I'm trying to think of an example, and it's really bad because I can't pull one out of my head right now. <laughs> but people will be watching this TV show, and it's really popular. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, Watchmen is a good example. Like, the new Watchmen coming up, which mm-hmm. is superheroes, is also a bad example, but, you know, it's like, yeah, but that's also, that was like a staple of comic books for years. Yeah. And now there's a new show out. You guys are all excited about it. Oh, is this off that movie? No, it's not off that movie. It's off the comic books. <laughs> you know? And so it's, that, it's just one of those things, you know? Uh, and then, like, Walking Dead's a good example. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, what's going to happen on Walking Dead? Like, crack a yeah. book, man. You don't know what's going to be. Oh, let me show you what Whisperers are. And Resident Evil, right? It was the same. Resident Evil is, is off a, game, a video game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. So, um, and that's doing pretty good, too. Uh, speaking of Resident Evil. I will get to that. That'll be movie news. We'll get to that. Uh, Netflix confirms that they are bringing back Castlevania for season three. Have you guys watched Castlevania yet? Nah. I'm surprised Joe hasn't. He's such a Netflix binger. Certain things. Certain things? You're not into like... Because this is basically like anime. I don't know. No? Yeah, it's it's gotten a lot of... I I gotta watch it. It's on my list of things to watch. Which is such a long list. Um, I have too much shit to do. But it's based off of Castlevania, the old video game. You know, from back in the day. Uh, and it's uh, rave reviews. You know, it's kind of an award winner out there. Also being renewed is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nice. Uh, got for another season on NBC as well. So they uh, were on Fox, which wasn't quite the right home for them. Then they got saved when they got canceled over there to NBC, and NBC went ahead and got them for the season, and then renewed them for the next season already now. Uh, so it's doing really well over there. So that's good. Uh, it's always nice when like classic sitcoms. Mm-hmm. You know, I like yeah. to see that. Our, our hilarious. Show. I hope they don't change it too much. I mean, it, maybe, they haven't so far. Yeah, so far it's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know who I want to see more of is um, I can't remember his name. I know he's Rafi from the league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Uh, God, yeah, I don't remember his name in that show either. I can't remember, but uh, but yeah, that Pimento. Yeah, that's is that it? it? I think it's Pimento. Yeah, but man, I just love that actor. He's actually in the Dictator as well. He's mm-hmm. Remember him as like the nerdy friend, yeah. Um, but man, he's super, super he's funny. Funny, yeah. He needs his own spinoff. Him, he, he, my favorite shows of the league are him and um, Rogan out there doing their own thing. Yeah. The best episodes. I, I'd imagine him doing a really good uh, Netflix stand-up, you know, comedy because he's just so hilarious. Just his energy and everything. You want to, yeah. See that would be good. Oh, I bet that would be good. Yeah. But it's out there somewhere. He has a podcast that's real famous too. Really? Yeah, I'll have to find it. It's uh, him and the guy. God damn. Just bad at like uh, words today. Anyways, <laughs> it's really good. I'll find it. We have Game of Thrones is releasing a new poster, or it's released a bunch of new posters uh, that mirror the first season posters. You remember the first season posters where they had like Jon Snow and Rob Stark sitting on thrones? No, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> so just, it, just them sitting on the throne on the Iron Throne. Yeah. yeah. So it had the, like the famous one I remember the most was Jon Snow sitting on the Iron Throne with uh, uh, Ghost sitting next to him. Yeah, I remember that. It was those. They had Daenerys and all those. Okay. Yeah. Those all came out with season one. There was the fi- the one they used for the cover of the Blu-ray was actually the one with Ned Stark sitting on the Iron Throne. Oh. Uh, well, they just released new posters of the updated cast, basically, and Jon Snow. He's like older man he's like like all rough and like looks like vikings and stuff yeah they have um the knight's king on it mm-hmm. and stuff like that so it's pretty cool it's it's pretty neat to see just like how things have changed how the characters have changed you know yeah. oh. every character in that show now is so much more grizzled and older yeah so i was seeing maybe you maybe you're the one that mentioned it to me too theories that the night king and Jon snow might be the same person or related yeah i was what do you think that uh, is? that wasn't me but there is a very solid chance 
Um, and we, we just spent an hour on, on Game of Thrones talk, but um, basically what it comes down to is there's an ancestor of the Starks mm-hmm. that he was Lord Commander of the Wall when when the first like night uh, um, White Walkers were around. When there was there was the White Lady that he he ended up having children with. She was the first White Walker. So the White Walkers now are part Stark. The White Walkers were made by the Children of the Forest, right? Well, see that you know that's conflicting stories. So that's yeah, they were on the show, but in the in the books, oh, there's yeah. a there's a there was a white lady that was like this witch that was from the north yeah. that the Lord Commander slept with and had children with, yeah, okay. and those children became the White Walkers. White Walkers. Oh, okay. Now, could that just been a legend from Old Nan? Probably. And you know, but a lot of the legends from Old Nan is kind Very of like a little truth, a little bit of you know, it's a little yeah. bit of both. Yeah. So there probably is something there. Hmm. Yeah. The White Walkers probably did breed <laughs> with the Starks somewhere. Yeah. Um, and it, and even there's even like they even stole at one point a Stark stole a wildling and brought back to Winterfell, mm-hmm. that and adopted it to be his own kid. Now all the Starks have wildling blood too because yeah. that kids. And so I mean, there's like that's why the Starks are so like kind of magical in the show. Yeah, it's because they have something going on. And there, I watched a video there talking about the prince that was promised could be, not that John's going to come and be the the new king and and save you know the other kingdoms, but that he's going to be the the child that was promised to the yeah. White Walkers to the. That could be the reason they're trying to go south all the time. I mean, we saw from the Battle of the Hard Home uh-huh. is that, that they really are interested in John. Yeah. It could be the whole thing that they're coming south is to come get John. And there was two or three, maybe it was just two instances where he could have killed John, but instead he just gives him that glare and lets him escape. Yeah, it's like, oh man, there's something there. There's a reason he doesn't want him dead. Which you know, uh, for the main fact, for just part of the fact that he's most likely part Stark. Yeah, is that too? Like, okay, mm-hmm. we're kindred blood, or he's expecting this guy's gonna be my replacement. I need to make sure he's groomed right. until I can plug him in. Yeah. Because the working thing, that's that's wildling stuff. I mean, there's a bunch of wildlings that could be wards, so that's yeah. nothing new. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's the nothing that the show doesn't... All the Stark kids have an award warging ability like Bran does. It's really? just Bran has the best one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like... There's in the books, that, but they're not as skilled as them, of right. course. Not as powerful. The most, the most prominent ones you know about is, in the books-wise, is, of course, Bran. Mm-hmm. Jon Snow, he always sees ghost stuff happening. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was like... He was able to see kind of what Ghost was seeing when they were looking for the wildlings up north. Yeah. Because of that, and the coolest part is, Arya's again. We're going too long on this, but <laughs> Arya's wolf. Remember, she had to like have her escape because in the second episode when they yeah, did Joffrey, they were gonna kill her. Yeah. While she's across learning about how you need to be a faceless man, like across the ocean. Yeah. She's having dreams of hunting with a wolf pack. Yeah. Uh, and that's her with Nymeria. This, this is a huge, uh, what do you call dire wolf yeah. with a whole bunch of small regular wolves there, following her throughout the There's a super pack. Yeah, so that's another thing too. Super pack. That's, that's <laughs> but anyways, there's a super pack in the north that, that's in the books that's going around killing Lannisters. Yeah. That they don't talk about in the show. It's like, <laughs> explain that. It's like, so oh cool. my God, that's so cool. So anyways, so there's that. All right, let's go. <laughs> that's the Game of Thrones update segment. Right. We'll have to do it like, when it comes back on yeah, each think, episode. Well, I think that's what we'll... If you're, if you're down, I'm down. Oh, we'll yeah. do, do each episode, and I'd like to do a big beforehand kind of catch-up episode. Yeah. That we'll do separate from our normal weekly yeah, thing. That's a good idea. A uh-huh. review of what's happened. Because I freaking love that show. Yes. All too. right. And in depressing freaking TV shows that have been on too long, a third Walking Dead series is in development. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. How are they still making money? I mean, it did really good to start with, so I get that they have like a good reputation, but they're getting like lost where people are losing interest in it. So maybe that's better than instead of carrying on the old Walking Dead, just 
Shut that one down. Continue. Fear of the Walking Dead, which seems to be still doing good. It, yeah, it's really niche, but it is doing well. Yeah, and then start something different that hopefully would just be a noticeable direction change. Yeah. And see if people like it. If they don't, shut it down right away. But if people like it, then, you know. Yeah, I would like going. to see them do, like, London. Like, do UK or something like that. Something just yeah. really oh, makes yeah. sense. Because this is all over the world. Give us another perspective of, like, or, like, a third world country. Oh, huh? that would be awesome. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I like Well, like, in... in, uh, in uh, World War Z? Yeah. Yeah. How you see it from like Israel and like these other countries, that'd be a cool perspective because we just, as Americans, we're blind to everybody else. So yeah, <laughs> it'd be awesome to see other perspectives. Our, our perspective so far has been Atlanta and then Southern California. Yeah. It would be really cool as if you were like in London and it's happening in America mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh my God, do we have to like shut down the borders? What do we do? Yeah. Like they have like a few months ahead start on the situation. Exactly. What are they doing to try to stop it? Mm-hmm. Then you're like worried about your neighbors. It could be a really cool thing without, you wouldn't have to even see a zombie for the first season <laughs> and the effect of the zombie apocalypse is like affecting everybody. And I'm sure there'd be like feuds between the people that are trying. Like some people are saying, no, we got to stop and close our borders. And some yeah. people are like, this is just a hoax or Americans are stupid. This is their drugs. Like political debates over whether or not we even need to take action to defend ourselves or waste yeah. resources on this thing. So that'd be... It'd be a whole cool. drama. I think it, that might be too, too good for Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah, people watch that just for the shooter to see yeah. zombie heads explode, but... I would also like to just see, like, how to, I wanted to see Ezekiel's whole story. I like Ezekiel. He's my favorite character. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind seeing, like, him from being the zookeeper that kind of, like, you know, created a kingdom. Like, that story would be pretty interesting, too. Yeah, that would be. All right. Uh, on to movie news. Edge of Tomorrow 2 starts development. It's got Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt returning. Did you guys see the first uh, Edge of Tomorrow? It's the oh, one where, like, they keep dying and repeating. Oh, no. I haven't seen that. No. Yeah. I, it's one of those things where it's really good, I guess. But... Sounds pretty dark. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? People do die. It's it's sad, Joe. We'll have to talk later on, I guess. Well, they keep repeating? So they, yeah. Like Groundhog Day type thing? Yeah, I think it's like a Groundhog thing. Oh. Again, it's unfortunate that none of us have seen this. But it's, <laughs> I'd assume one of you guys have because it was a big movie when it came out, but I not, haven't. I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise's. I, I really liked it. In a freaking movie that nobody knows about, Oblivion. He was so good in Oblivion. Yeah, I liked it. I, I thought it was good. Movie. Oh, and well, that came out about the same time, but it got... And then uh, The Last Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Fallout... Freaking awesome, and uh, I like I like when when a movie or a show can create a unique world like Oblivion did. Yeah, it just really makes you makes you think, and I want to see other stuff continue to be. You know, I want to see more out of that world once they develop it so much. It's like that's pretty awesome to you know see, but I don't want to just like that one movie and it's done. Like you put all this effort into building this whole other yeah you know, perspective. That would be a good video game world. Yeah. That would be really cool. That would be a good, like, sandbox, Fallout kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. Like, we talked uh, in previous episodes or podcasts, we talked about um, the Altered Carbon, how uh, the world yeah. they made in that show was just so cool because there's so many layers you could peel back. Like, just, they, they do such a good job in one scene. You could see all this other stuff going on. They, like, want to chase the, you know, rabbit down the hole, but yeah. you can't because you're just watching the show, but it'd be cool to I gotta elaborate finish that, on that. But, yeah, it was, it was a really neat world. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, next up, we have a new trailer for Hellboy. This is the Red Band trailer. That means it's all the Goa. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm getting pumped for this thing. <laughs> yeah, so we're all picking comments. We'll talk about that maybe. Well, we can talk about this episode. Uh, we're all picking comments to kind of like catch up on. I'm reading Alita right now. Mm-hmm. I am now going to be reading some of the Hell- Hellboy stuff that's leading into this. Yeah. Uh, they're pulling a lot, mostly from a comic run called The Wild Hunt. They're also pulling from Darkness Calls and The Storm and the Fury. So read those three 
if you guys want to kind of get into what's going to be happening in Hellboy. Mm-hmm. I suggest you watch this trailer. It is... So generally, this Hellboy is going to be leaning in on the King Arthur aspect of Hellboy. So if you don't know... <laughs> This is crazy, okay? Uh-huh. This is full comic book. And this movie looks like it's going full comic book. But Hellboy, he has a mother and a father. And on one side, he's like a demon, right? He's got the demon bloodline. On the other side, he's an, he is a the like last living heir of King Arthur. Yeah. So it's like, why not give that to Hellboy? Whatever. Does he, he doesn't age like normal people, right? He's hundreds no, of years old. No, he ages slower. And there's yeah. like this his his teammate in this one is a woman who's half fairy that also ages slower. Yeah. So that explains why he's the last living heir of the Arthurs too, because well, it's not like he's well, I'm not saying like he's he the only is, one half demon. No, I'm saying he's like of the lineage, like his. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, so he's able to wield Excalibur, mm-hmm. which gives him magic powers. He's fighting the lady on the water, which is like from that story as well. She's like the main bad guy. She's a switch in England. It all takes place in in UK, um, and I mean, it, it is this thing is full comic book. It's freaking nuts. And yeah, there's a point where he's got his full helmet uh, mode we've seen before, yeah. where his his horns grow long. Yeah, he's wielding Excalibur. It's on fire because he's a demon, and he has a crown made of fire that just spawns above him because he's both of these things. I mean, it's like again full comic book. Wow. This movie looks awesome. So I'm liking it more and more. When we saw in the previous movies his horns come out and the fire above him and stuff like that, that was all when he was sacrificing to himself to the devil, right? Yeah, it's when he was like activating demon mode, basically. Which he gets more powers when he does. Okay. I thought that was like if he agrees to, to be in contract or be servant to yeah. Satan. I think in that movie they did that. Okay. Yeah, but normally it's like when he... When he subsides to the demon, because he's constantly trying to suppress that demon side of him. Yeah, yeah. So it's when he tries to subside that part. I got you. Yeah, or when he doesn't subside. So when he part. embraces the demon yeah. side, even if he's not doing working for the devil, but himself, when he yeah. embraces the demon side, that's his. That's my understanding. Okay. I'm gonna be reading these comic runs, and I'll oh, let you know more. That's a good idea. All right. <laughs> How do you become a demon? Did your mom just make? <clears throat> well, again, I'm going off the movies, but it was. This is Hellboy. The Nazis wanted to bring him in to help fight their war. Oh, yeah. And so they had like this like island they went to and did a ritual to spawn him. This like crazy witch. No, not a crazy witch doctor or not a crazy doctor. It was Rasputin. It was working apparently for Hitler at this time. Mm-hmm. And which is nuts because it's, you know, anyways, history. It's something um, like how an orc is born, right? Yeah, it was some like random. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they spawned him and... Have you seen the first Hellboy movies? Uh, Long time ago, probably. Uh, I think it bored me. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. This one looks like it's much higher octane. It's it's a soft reboot, but you know they're, they're just going to continue with the storyline. And this is this one will be less family, more action, blood yeah, yeah. gore kind of. This is a lot more action, a lot more. Gore. Was the first Hellboy family? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. I we watched it as kids, pretty much. Yeah, it was pretty soft. I yeah. don't remember much. Uh, I mean, it wasn't gory at least. Probably bored me. The second <laughs> one was really out there. Uh, Guillermo Marto- uh I can't remember the name. Anyways, he did it, and it was like really fantasyful or whatever. It didn't hit well with people. Yeah. But um, it's with those beasts, right? That were those four-legged beasts. Yeah. Had, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was just really out there. Yeah. Uh, next thing, uh, Rambo Five gets a release date. Rambo Five: Last Blood, because he ain't got no blood left after this. I mean, he's freaking Rambo with the. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, man. Sylvester Stallone. So he's, he's actually playing? Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be like what happens in a senior center on yeah. Thursdays. <laughs> Rambo invades bingo night. <laughs> right? Extra jello. Extra <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Oh, God. That's, 
That's interesting, though. <laughs> but that's coming September 20th, 2019. And he's not, it's not, or it doesn't sound like it's going to be him passing the torch or nothing like that, right? He, uh, he the... might be. Actually, that would be smart if he did. But it is just another one. I mean, it's, they should do like a creed with this. They should like have him still part of it. Sure. Yeah. Like, but he could be the grizzled old man that's on the boat that's, you know, just another rainbow, man. That's like, yeah. nuts. Hopefully it's good. I mean, they've been good in the past. They have been. I had uh, I had seen the last one, which was okay. Yeah, he made four was pretty pretty recent, you know. Yeah, it was just okay. Uh, Aquaman two gets release date. It's December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. Oh my god! Yeah, we're not so, gonna know who they are by then. That's so I, it's long. so far away. As long as they make it right, I guess. But um, uh, well, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna be releasing a lot of other hot uh, superhero movies in between now and then. Yeah, I mean, we'll have the other Suicide Squad. We'll have the. Um, I mean, by then we'll probably have the Batman. Um, it's 2022. It's the end so of 2022. Yeah, it's the end of it. Yeah, it's pretty much three years from now. I think their big thing is they nailed they nailed this last Aquaman for a lot of people. I, I think there's some things to change, but I, it's a lot of fun. It's a really fun movie to watch. Um, I think they're gonna try to catch that lightning in a bottle, so they're really trying to take their time on it. Yeah, they're hoping. I think they're hoping Shazam does well too, and uh, I'm not looking forward to that at all. Now, what is Shazam in the same world? Yeah, he's DC. That's weird. If you watch like if you if you read Justice League or if you watch it the Justice League animated stuff, yeah, which is their it's by the way guys if you're not watching DC's animated movies that's the best of DC really? it really is because um, it's like this team that does like the old school stuff too yeah a lot of times I have the same voice actors even but anyways Shazam's a big part of the Justice League in those um, I just don't, are you looking forward to the Justice or to Shazam not at all I'm I, I've never never heard of him until I saw the trailer or the teaser yeah and then I'm like this looks like a cute little kids movie but it doesn't look like any of the action superhero movies that I've seen yeah you know before or even when we were younger like it doesn't have the same feel well, as what he, we used to like I like him as a superhero the idea that it's like Greek mythology and stuff like that and then Egyptian mythology mythology yeah. for Black Adam I like that I'm just like I don't like the actors they got for, I don't like any actor I've seen in that movie yeah. so far. Yeah. And it's almost like they're just making fun of a comic book movie. It really feels like that. Yeah. It, it feels like Ryan Reynolds and he's not playing Deadpool but that's what it, it yeah. feels like that don't kind of... Don't talk shit about Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I don't like Deadpool. Uh, I, don't, I know you I don't, don't man. mind kills Ryan me. Reynolds but you know I don't. he's not my favorite. Hopefully Detective Pikachu will change that around. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Sure. It, it feels like that same kind of vibe but I don't think they're going for that or they didn't seem like they should be. Yeah. Did you... Uh, what do you think? Should bash Shazam. Same as John. I was like, I don't know who this is. And then the the trailer or com- commercials I've seen for it, it's just been like, it just doesn't... It's like a joke. Yeah. It didn't look yeah. like anything. I was like, I, is he supposed to be like a, a comic hero, right? It's a comic hero. It's, yeah, it's an old like, school one, too. It just didn't yeah. look... Yeah. Meh. Yeah. I mean, it's good for, for kids. Like, just make it a kid movie. Like, isolate yeah. it from the rest of the Justice League and stuff like that and say, yeah, you know, if you're a 12-year-old kid and you got a bully at school, but you got this power then you just say Shazam and all of a sudden you can beat him up and like alright that which we have to we have to understand and sometimes it's hard to remember is really these are superhero movies and yeah generally it's for kids it's Mm. it's for the family not allowed but you know what I'm saying it's (laughs) a a real treat when we get something like Deadpool or something that's a little more mature for us you know Um, we just kind of taken an advantage of it lately so this is kind of a return to form I think Aquaman did the best though because Aquaman was a fun adventure Without being offensive at all. Yeah. And yet, I did not feel like I was really watching a kid's movie. Yeah. But Shazam feels like a freaking kid's movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hopefully they hopefully they did good, good work with that. Maybe DC. That's one thing I didn't really, <clears throat> didn't really consider is Aquaman was just the first. But maybe DC has realized they need to lean more towards the kids and, and 
not aimed for the same audience as Marvel. They're trying to go less dark is the main thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman was kind of the first one that kind of just brought in more color. Then you had, you know, so they're, they're leaning in that way. They're yeah. trying to do that. That makes sense. They're recasting Batman. They're, they're, they're possibly going, going to be recasting Superman. They're going Nintendo, not Xbox, PlayStation. Yeah. We might get Army Hammer, too. It looks like Army Hammer might be our new Batman, mm-hmm. which is whatever. Who's that? He's just some dude. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Well, no, he's... He, a lot of people know... When I say Army Hammer, a lot of people know who he is, but uh, he's... To me, he's just like some plain guy. I really don't... You know, whatever. I just I want something different. Like, uh, who's the last one? Uh, Matt Damon's boyfriend. What's his name? Oh, uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck. Affleck, yeah. I didn't... I saw some of the trailers, and I didn't even go watch any of his movies he was in. <laughs> For the Batman, so I didn't care for it. He he wasn't his fighting was really good in Batman's, but it was just you know he's just not the same. Yeah. It's just not Christian Bale. I want more Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, he played it really well. Bring back I like, Keaton. I like those those three. <laughs> those are really good. Keaton, yeah, I'll be fine with Keaton. <laughs> I didn't like uh, who was the Tim Burton ones. That Michael Keaton. No, uh, and who was that George? There's George Clooney and there Clooney. Is, Clooney um, was one. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what didn't, was the other I didn't one? Care that for Clooney, I didn't. from oh, Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah, he's such a good actor. Ah uh, no. And it's such a weird name. Anyways, we'll just go to the next thing. Uh, next up, all predictions show that Avengers Endgame will break all the box office uh, records. This is based off of Jeff Bach from uh, Exhibitor Researchers uh, in an interview with Bloomberg. Um, this seems like a no duh. I was going to say Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, thank you. Kilmer. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. There, I bet you there was a lot of people listening. Like, <laughs> yeah. How do you not know this guy? Yeah. You guys um, are a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, well, box office oh, yeah, smashing it. Like yeah, yeah, that yeah. seemed like a duh. Yeah, a top analyst. But that was the thing. It was <laughs> yeah. just, and it was a, it was like an entire article uh, with Bloomberg. So not only so I actually read this article, which was about the interview with Bloomberg about how this is gonna break, break box office records. It's like first off, it's an Avengers movie, so yeah, it will. And the other one ended in a cliffhanger, so it's even more so. Yeah. I. And it's the fucking freaking, well, no, fucking, uh, end of like a 10 year, I mean, like, it's the perfect storm for this thing to be perfect. Mm. Why do we have to have a whole, re- uh, anyways, it was just funny, but it's I like, just thought. Studies show 90% of people will die in their lifetime. <laughs> what? <laughs> Only 90? Yeah. <laughs> Who are these 10%? But um, I'm looking forward to it. I need to, Hardly Heroes is doing their thing again. I might have to get on on that. I'll have to see. Um, but yeah. Uh, Ray Liotta gets cast for the new Sopranos prequel film. You watch Sopranos? Mm. Mm-hmm. That seems right up your alley, man. You haven't seen Sopranos? Yeah. I've seen the first yeah, season. Right. i got to watch the rest of it, but it's really good. Yeah, I heard it was really good. I never watched it, but if, if Ray yeah, Liotta's going to be in a yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah, good. Ray Liotta, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's, he's good at everything he does. Yeah. Um, I know this is big news for you, Joe. Oh. Okay. Hotel Transylvania 4 <laughs> gets that release date of December 22nd, 2021. Oh, he's doing the dance. He's doing the dance, folks. shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is all that Adam Sandler does anymore. <laughs> it's make hotel movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. It's some really good news, actually. We have the new Detective Pikachu trailer that shows Ooh. off some new Pokemon. Oh yeah. Some of them that I was able to catch is Mewtwo, Snorlax, Lickitung, Machamp. He's directing traffic. <laughs> and then there's Growlithe in there as a police dog. Yeah, I saw that. Just, <laughs> great. Um, I, of course, I'm mostly excited about Mewtwo. Mewtwo's the best. Mm-hmm. He looked. He looked dope. Yeah. yeah. So do you think Mewtwo's going to be the big bad in this? <sighs> he was in the original Pokemon like the very first Pokemon yeah, movie, so movie. I think they got to just... And he's the only one. He's like, what? He's the only one, right? Isn't that how Mewtwo Yeah, he's a lot. Well, so is Mew. Only, yeah, okay. And um, he's he's got like what? Like a mind, right? He's, he's, yeah. he's, 
Yeah, he's able to actually like talk to people. Yeah, yeah. With psychic abilities. So I think he's yeah, I think he's got to be. I mean, the way that in the trailer it looks like it might, might be like an end scene where he's about to do something to everybody yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so he, I, can't, he, I think he'd have to, right? Yeah, there was also Flareon in it, and I was watching a video where someone had a good idea of like it, the way that Flareon was like transitioning is what was most likely happening was di- it was Mew doing his I can't remember the name of the spell, but doing his ability to like change into another Pokemon, but it was actually Mew, and they were like trying to clone Mew to make Mewtwo. So Mew might be in this as well, but he was like transitioning into Flareon. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm so excited about this movie. Yeah. It, looks, it looks pretty cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, who are you excited to see? Any Pokemon that you'd like to see? Uh, Who's your favorite Pokemon? Squirtle. Anything Squirtle. I love Squirtle. Yeah, there's yeah, a Blastoise yeah. uh, yeah. fighting in an arena or something yeah. like that, right? My favorite, well, what's nice is my actual, my all-time favorite Pokemon is Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he's always my jam. Like, I would do anything I can to get to that part of the game first. Then go back and make sure I catch everything using a Mewtwo because he's. Would you try to catch them all? I would. <laughs> I would do that. I thought, you know, what the heck? I'll be a loner in this this challenge. I'll be the only guy out to try to catch them all. Yeah. Maybe I'll make a saying out of it. I don't yeah. know. I wanted to be the very best. You know, the best there ever was. <laughs> I, that's the part I remember. I don't remember the rest of the song. I know. I was trying to, to catch the them test. all. You know, to be my real test. Yeah, would have been my real test. Pokemon. Okay. No, I'm uh, excited to see my favorite Pokemon was Charmander. Always. Oh, oh yeah. As yeah, long as it's Char- Char- Charmander, and then my other favorite Pokemon was, which I did see in the um, trailer, the most recent trailer, so I was excited. Uh, Cubo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he looks good too. Yeah. Everybody's looking pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. And this is still early on, so a lot of the CGI still needs more cleaning up. I mean, they're still going to do more cleaning up. Yeah. So. Um, I'm glad we're seeing a lot of the original Pokemon. Yeah. The yeah. new ones are like, oh, this can't <clears throat> one. I'm not Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I had to complain, it would be like, Make the first, hopefully, make this a lot of movies, a series, but just make the first one with just the original Pokemon. Introduce and the there are some other Pokemon too that I recognize from the <clears> games, <throat> but I don't memorize their names. Like yeah. the original Pokemon, I knew all the names. Yeah. The later ones, yeah. not so much. Second generation, like, oh, yeah. some of them, and then the, after that, exactly. Yeah, I don't remember nothing. I mean, the like the Lugia. Oh man, I love that one too. That was good. Anyway, yeah. so uh, all right, we're off to video game news, guys. Uh oh. All right, Joe, I know you're excited about this one too. Oh, hit me. Fortnite season eight starts. Ooh. Let me do that. <laughs> Oh, there's that dance again. <laughs> this is why we're this is why we're going to be doing videos here pretty soon. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the big thing with season eight, something that I thought was pretty interesting, is they're adding the pinging system from Apex. Uh, oh, let's be. Okay. We had this conversation last night. I know we did because where where does the pings come from? Okay, Left 4 Dead. Okay, so Apex took it for Left 4 Dead. They're using the system that Apex uses from Left 4 Dead. Thing. I love Left 4 Dead. That was such a good game. It was, how, did, how does that work? The pinging system. So you can like, I use the mouse. But anyways, basically what you're doing is like you see something on the ground. Yeah. You could ping at it and the two other people on your team would know like, oh, okay, there's a helmet there. I, and you're saying I don't need oh, it when you ping it. Yeah. So one of them go get it. And then if there's a bad guy, you could ping the bad guy. Yeah. So then everybody knows like, hey, there's a bad guy in that building over there. Okay. So they're like putting a marker. Yeah, yeah. it's putting a marker on it. Yeah. You can see through everything. Yeah, so if we were right here and I just like... Cursored over, like, you know, hallway over there. Like, hallway over there. And you would just know, oh, hallway over here. So or it's already communicating like, fast. Hot sauce right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was would show on your map words after. Yeah. It takes a sec to get used to an Apex, but it's easily one of its biggest advantages. Yeah. Um, it's just fast communication. And they're they're adding it to uh, Fortnite, the, mostly the, the villain one. I don't know if there's anything else that they're adding, but they are adding that part. Um, which is pretty cool. I kind of feel like Fortnite's slipping a lot right now. They're... Mm-hmm. They're down something like 40-50% of their revenue and stuff like that. Like wow. they're slipping pretty hard. So they, yeah. they peaked, but it was a fad like most games and it's Yeah. It's I mean there was a time where Minecraft owned the world and yeah. while it's still, you know, it's one of my favorite games it yeah, it's top three games for me. 
Um, I understand that it's also, you know, it's had its day in the sun. Yeah. Just like Fortnite, well, still, it's not like it's going anywhere. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's slipping. And this, actually, this latest battle pass is free, mm. which is something crazy. That's where they made a lot of their money. Um, I guarantee, next, you, I guarantee you it wasn't free. But the fact that it came after this Apex game, yeah. they were like, okay, we need something big now. <laughs> yeah. Now. Well, and, and another sign of the times is a lot of the streamers have switched. A lot of, like, Fortnite streamers are switching over yeah. to Apex. Because uh, it's mean, hot. It's yeah. the hot game. Yeah, you exactly. Have to. That's what I was going to say. Like, if you're a streamer and you're big, you got to follow what's... Yeah. What's, what's and whatever's going to follow Apex up, because there's always going to be something. Yeah, of course. It will... You know another good Battle Royale game you guys got to try out? I talked to Squeaks about this. Is Tetris 99. I've heard of it, and I think I don't get it. I think it's I, am so I think it's hilarious. Head at it, it's so but it's, I'm just like, wow, what? Is it just Tetris? It's literally Tetris. It's just Tetris. Oh, I can do that. But you're playing against, uh, I think you're playing against 100 other people or 99 100. people? Is okay. 100? Well, yeah, you're playing against 99 other people. How do you play against people in you Tetris? Can, dude, you like... That's what I'm saying. It's weird, but... It's, it's weird. Like, you it's can, like, add, like, there's, like, these blocks underneath your pieces to make your pieces move up. Yeah. Like, you could do that to other people, and then, like, you could team up and, like, take that guy out. And then, like, you're trying to Tetris your thing down enough, and, like, it's 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 nuts, dude. And it's a lot of fun. I play on the Switch. Um, I am not good at it, I have, but it's a lot of fun. Because I like Tetris, but I'm, like, one of those guys that just, like, I enjoy... The calming, just Tetrising myself out a little bit, kind of like the yeah. mind break. And these guys are like hardcore Tetrisers. Uh, one of the YouTubers I, I follow, uh, The Odd One's Out, he does like animation stuff, and everybody knows who he is. Um, there's listening. Anyways, um, he does Tetris, and I watch some of his Tetris videos, and like, oh, okay, that's a person who knows how to play this game. Because yeah. <laughs> like, dun, dun, real fast, you know? Wow. Um, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm just like, yay, you know. <laughs> but it's, it's a fun game. You should check it out. It's free, so. Yeah. Like all Battle Royale games, really, at this point. Next up, the Pan-European Game Information, a.k.a. P-E-G-I, uh, accidentally linked that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is getting remastered for the PS4. So they done messed up. They're, they're the ones that put like the E for everyone rating, but in Europe. Yeah. Um, they messed up and accidentally leaked that Modern Warfare 2 is coming out. And it's coming out for PS4. It's going to be fully remastered. It's it's like... Wasn't there already a Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, yeah it was remastered. So it's oh, it's oh, getting yeah, remastered. It's so and it's actually already been remastered once. Oh. This is the newest remaster. Why? Well, because it's the best Call of Duty game, yeah. really. I mean, everybody, it's the one that. So you remember when oh, we used before, to go to? That's before they went to Black Ops, right? Yeah, I remember when we went to David's house. We played Call of Duty all the time yeah. at David's house. It was this one. Yeah. So uh, you recognize the maps, you know the maps, stuff like that. But it's, so you have to go buy a whole other disc just for the better graphics. It came out with one of the games. I want to say it wasn't Black Ops. It was the one before that. I think I own it too. I can't remember which one it came out with. But they had a remastered version that came out with the game before already. Yeah. This one, it looks like it's going to be a fully standalone game. Mm. That'll be, And so far it's just for PS4, which is upsetting because I would possibly get this on, on Xbox just for some of that. Because that was such a good game. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, and it's the campaign, so, too. Mm. So. Um, Pokemon announced two new games and they're off. we're going to do a whole by the way guys uh, I know everybody's like well, well talk about the big news for video games next week we're going to be talking about the whole Xbox coming to Switch thing it's going to be a full episode <laughs> where we discuss that so I'd, that heads up Xbox coming to Switch uh, that's some news we're going to talk a lot more about it next week so I don't want to get too far into that but Pokemon themselves announced they have two new games coming out called Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield they're coming to the Switch these are fully this is like when you when you were a kid, and you're like, man, I love these games. They're like the best games in the world. I wish that they were 3D though, so I could like walk through the grass. This is the one. It, it looks clean as hell. It's a fully remastered game. Like the Pokemon Eevee Go and Pokemon Pikachu Go mm -hmm. were really kind of like 
like they weren't real Pokemon games. These are real Pokemon games. Um, and they're really sharp and they're not even finished yet. Even like when you're watching the trailer, like this is not finished footage. We're still working on it. Um, but like you're walking through the grass, there's the, you can pick a boy or a girl. You can, you've been able to do it for a while now. Um, but when you're walking through the grass, she's even like kind of like sneaking and stuff like that. Like it's real clean. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks good. Uh, the trailers like, or like the, tra- the trainers, when they see you and they like, dun dun, and like surprise and stuff like that, it looks real natural. Like they're just hanging out. It doesn't look like, okay. They're just standing there. And you are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the old one. I was like, okay, we're out in a forest, and there's this woman who's like, looking in this direction, then that direction, then this direction. Oh, yeah, like, when they would just... Chit, chit, yeah. Chit, chit. <laughs> yeah. Which was like, okay, this doesn't feel natural. Now they actually they actually show they're just kind of like, oh, I'm just chilling out over here. Yeah. It looks a little lot better, so uh, the is, battles are good. Is Gary still Gary, I hate Gary. Yeah, I'm sure he He's is. He's been my rival for years. <laughs> He's beefing still. Yeah. Oh, uh, have you seen the memes that have gone with them? I haven't, no. Well, it's just, you know, so it's Pokemon Shield and, and Sword. So everything is just, people are just like adding the third Pokemon uh, game. And it's okay. like, Pokemon Knight! Yeah. Pokemon, you know, just things that go with like a sword and shit. Pokemon, yeah. you know, armor vehicle. It's just <laughs> random things. I like that. Yeah. I've seen people taking the, the emblem of the shield and like putting it on their characters yeah. and use shields. I've seen that, like Skyrim and it's the, that Pokemon Shield shield. I've seen that. Um, that's pretty funny though. Uh, next up we have okay so this is pretty interesting uh, Halo 343 Industries the ones that are currently doing Halo right it mm-hmm. used to be Bungie but it's not um, they had an interview with IGN and they said that Halo Infinite which is the next Halo game we're going to see a lot more footage of it at E3 this upcoming E3 and they're talking about it being a spiritual reboot what do you think that means a spiritual reboot to Halo mm. do you think that means like storyline wise or just like gameplay How does that, how would that work that was what they said to it, and it didn't like know. it was. I've never that was heard it. Anybody saying anything like that? Yeah, spiritual reboot. So I think just like the, the core values of what they what they present us with in the game is gonna yeah just completely change. I the little teaser we got from the last E three was somebody driving around on a warthog and seeing like a bunch of other people dropping oh, off. I don't remember that. And then like Master Chief got out. And yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I remember seeing that. Yeah. So I wonder I if it, maybe it's, it's a live like, server is the key. Which oh that would be cool. Look at Fallout seventy six. Be careful. You know what I'm saying. They may not be able to handle that, but if they can, I mean, wow. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, it was just a weird way to say that spiritual reboot. Because like <clears throat> it's a it's always been a regular shooter like Call of Duty and stuff where yeah. So they're trying to change that dynamic, right? That's what they would be rebooting is how you play the game, not just yeah. So if train, that's the not... case, maybe life service is the way to go. Yeah, I don't. Know. I'm anxious to see it, but it was just kind of. It got me more hyped for it. They're so mysterious about this one. They're not giving anybody any information. It's cool. Because 5 kind of flopped surprise. a lot. So. I love a good surprise. Yeah. Mm. Was 5 still Master Chief? It was... Well, okay. So it was really tricky. Five's the one where Katana freaks out. And, and Master Chief is like the person you're hunting down. Mm-hmm. And so you play as Master Chief's group. And then you play as... Um, Luke Cage. I can't remember that. I can't remember the character. It was the actor from Luke Cage. So you went back and forth between the two characters. Yeah. It really didn't feel all that great. I mean, I still enjoy the game because yeah. of the Halo game. I was games. thinking maybe, was maybe they're just going to go back to original roots. I don't know. I don't know. They might because it actually looks like it's on a Halo. It's it's on that environment, you know? Yeah. Which, man, I am down. Yeah. Fully rebooted. Yeah. Although you still got to kind of finish the Cortana story because at the spoilers, at the end of Halo 5, uh, you, the whole time you're thinking Master Chief's betraying the Marines and stuff, for Cortana and then you find out like I had a he's saying basically I had to put her to the test to make sure she is fully gone I'm gonna go hunt her now would you join me so now you're like actually with Master Chief 
hunting down Cortana to try to like stop her. So it's whatever. But um, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I would like it if they retold the original story. You know, change it yeah. however you want, but reboot it. I'm still ready. Back on the I'm still ready to see his face. I know, right? It's gonna be Channing Tatum. I think. <laughs> I mean, right now, I think it'd be Ryan Reynolds if we're gonna be. Honest. Well, yeah, if you're trying to make money, that's how you do it. Uh, it'd be cool I, if it was just somebody old. It was just like Patrick Swayze. Yeah, what oh, man? Could you? Somebody who doesn't fit that body type. Yeah. Right? It would just be like John Candy, Jim Belushi. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, what's, it, what's his face? Uh, uh, living in a van down by the river. What's his name? Oh, uh, Tommy Boy. Yeah. Uh, Why am I oh, Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Chris yeah. Farley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Schnockies. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> by the way, the Master Chief collection that's on your Xbox right now, that has all the Halos. And you have yeah. Halo 5, so you can literally play all the Halos. Again. Yeah. And, but those ones are remastered Halos. Oh, okay. So they're like better quality. Yeah, There's remember... even a button you can press where you can like automatically switch it back to the old one and so you can kind of compare them if you want to. So will this new one have a, a different campaign too? You think? I, I mean, I mean, sorry. They're so mysterious about it. The campaign, yeah, will be different, but will the um, multiplayer be the same kind of thing? I, I, well, I tell you right now, they would be stupid if they didn't add in a battle royale somewhere because yeah. it's just the hot thing. It hopefully will still have normal Halo uh, multiplayer because sometimes you just get that itch. Yeah. What if that's what that was? The infinite part? Yeah, the, that trailer. What if? Oh yeah, it could be just talking about the. Over, actually, yeah, because people were dropping in. That makes sense. Hmm, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it kind of one thing that kind of worries me is that it's not saying Halo Seven or something like that, mm-hmm. or Halo I guess Six. It's saying Halo Infinite, so it's definitely reminds me of the Bioshock thing. Yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. they're not, maybe they're going away from having a campaign altogether. I hope not, because Call of Duty did that and they yeah. almost burnt down Activision over it. Yeah. I like, guess people were pissed. Yeah. The campaign is good, but like you know, Infinite means ongoing. You can which keep is playing. the live server thing. They'll put out patches and updates and. You know, other okay. other stuff you can downloadable content. Anymore, but... Oh my god. <laughs> so where do I deposit my life? Because I don't need this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the next one. Uh Alien uh, Isolation, which is uh, it's the old it's the last Aliens game. They're actually making a web series for uh, it's gonna be on IGN. They're actually doing their own T V series based off this Aliens game. Looks good. Uh Johnny Cage it just got announced for Mortal Kombat eleven. You guys Mortal Kombat fans? Not really. I'll say that for Squeaks. I think, I, say, I think Squeaks is the big. No one tell. Hey, Kombat. podcasters, don't tell. Don't tell Squeaks. We're gonna surprise them with that news next week. Nice. Um, there is a Kingdom Hearts board game coming in 2019. I'm gonna buy it because I got to. <laughs> of course. The game though is terrible, guys. Is it? Oh, yeah. oh my god. I heard. I heard when it first came out. That release night came out. I remember just reading. Just people are just like. Super. Yeah. This isn't. Uh, this isn't a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. Shoots and ladders. <laughs> Honestly, you'll play like you'll play. The fighting's fun, but you'll do like ten minutes of of actual level fighting, going around the level and stuff like that. And I'm not lying. Fifteen minute cutscenes. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. There has been times where I'm watching the cutscene and like I'm thinking like I should have started timing this so I could like talk about how long this cutscene is, <laughs> but it's too late now. And then I'm still watching the cutscene. Like I could have started back when yeah. I complained and it still would have been an insane yeah. number. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's and the storyline. If you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, you know the storyline is just badonkadonk. Yeah, it's, it's so nuts. Yeah. And that's badonkadonk. Anyway, um, they're freaking nuts. And and in this one, they're like trying to wrap them up, so it's even freaking crazier. Because they're like wrapping up, like, oh, remember that Game Boy Advance spinoff game we made? Uh-huh. Let's bring those characters in too. And it's like a no. whole bunch of loose ends they're trying to tie up at once. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that Riku had a clone? Like, no, you didn't. And then guess what? He did. 
It's freaking nuts. It's like a soap opera. But yeah, what I also saw too is just from like videos I seen. It looked like the, the just the voice acting was off. It just looked cringy. Yeah, it is very cringy. The writing is terrible. I forgot. I think as a kid you forget how bad the writing is because as an adult I'm watching it and it's like Donald Duck says something like, "Oh yeah, you're super. Or you're not that strong, or whatever." And then like Sora, the main character, is like, "Hey, wait a minute!" Yeah. And you're like, "Oh my god, I'm not two years old anymore. This right. is this is hurting me to watch this." <laughs> so. Anyways, board game coming out 2019. Power of friendship. Ah. (laughs) No joke, that might be a line. Yeah. All right. um, And then we have a uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. They're redoing their loot box system. So basically what it is, is it is a lot of backlash when they changed it. It's changing back. So they're they're making it to where you can, after you hit max level, which is I think 100 on that, um, you'll still be able to earn loot boxes without paying for them because Activision needs to chiller chill their role and that's what they're doing so it's going back to the old system guys no worries if you're still playing that game and not playing apex with the rest of the world playing PUBG <laughs> or PUBG with joe and his knee how friends <laughs> i made sure to edit that towards clean no, i know i know that was funny <laughs> i went back when i listened to that i was like i got i can't wait to, to hear that part and see how it worked out but that was funny i tried it because what it was is i stopped it thinking joe didn't know what he was saying that he was just mumbling yeah. and no that's actually chinese and i didn't know chinese that's the problem <laughs> So Culture we're learning. <laughs> All right, so Jonathan, you wanted to do the Umbrella Academy review. Fire yeah. away, man. I watched this as well. I loved it. Hey, guys, just a fair warning. The review we're about to give for Umbrella Academy is full-on spoilers. So we go over every bit of the story. We tell you everything. If you don't want to know about it, don't listen ahead. Uh, just in general, really good, worth the watch, and uh, enjoy the rest of the review. Go All right, it. so I watched uh, the Umbrella Academy, the full Netflix first season. And uh, read the volume one of the comic series, which is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Um, so the story overall, I really liked it. Right? Yeah. Did you the the? I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked. He had the different characters all going through their own stories, so that was pretty interesting, and it kind of was culminating. Yeah. I thought it, the first. So I don't know about you, but the first episode, uh-huh. I knew what the villain and the ending was going to be. Yeah, it is kind of. There's I don't know. I guess foreshadowing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a little easy. Yeah, it was a simple. Simple plot. I mean, yeah. You can tell from the beginning. Did you compare it to anything else? We're like, oh, okay, they're doing this. Uh, I did. I, can, I was like, like, what? I can't. I don't know. Jean Grey and Phoenix. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Once you get to like the eighth episode, I was like, oh, they're doing where Jean you see Grey. That, okay. Yeah, where you see the sister <laughs> helping. Um, oh, by the way, before we get too far, that's a spoiler as it is. If you know Jean Grey at all, but um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk spoilers. So yeah. just go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joe, if you haven't seen this, sorry, buddy. No plan on seeing it. So yeah. I think you guys are good. Actually, yeah. it's really good. You should, but. Yeah. Um, so should I just go over the whole story yeah, yeah. more or less what happened yeah I mean yeah a little bit right, oh. real quick yeah alright so uh, pretty much one day October 1st uh, oh, 19, wow. 1983 no, 1989 the director and writer of this <laughs> right. movie was born <laughs> so all of a sudden 43 women just spontaneously were pregnant and had a baby in the same like hour or whatever yeah. they woke up that morning not pregnant it was crazy the, the one they show in the show is a girl jumps in the swimming pool after giving this guy a kiss <laughs> that's it that that's poor guy right. <laughs> what did i do <laughs> my grandma told me i thought she was just joking don't kiss girls sorry <laughs> she jumps into the pool and uh, all of a sudden she's pregnant and not only just pregnant she's giving birth right now yeah, so, yeah. it was just miraculous 43 women gave birth out of uh, you know for kids that weren't pregnant pregnant with prayer anyways so uh, this rich billionaire guy is like wow that's amazing and he's already been i'm sure involved in all kinds of science studies or whatever uh, but he goes around and tries to adopt as many of them as he can. You know, he's got tons of money, so he offers the women, "Hey, you didn't know you were gonna have a kid. You're not ready for a kid. How much money does it take for me to adopt your child?" 
So he is able to get seven of them. Uh, so he he must have had some kind of foresight, knowing what this what was coming. Or yeah, something there's like a that. lot of mystery in that. Did yeah. he set that up somehow? Yeah, yeah, something like that. He he knows a lot more he, than we know. He knows even yeah even the characters in the show discover he knows a lot more than he's saying. Yeah, and we still don't know by the end of the shit series. So. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he got these these kids, and and we find out later that they all have special powers, special right. abilities. He trains them to be a like Justice League kind of group, a yeah, superhero yeah. group, yeah. Uh, except for number seven, that he calls them all by their numbers. Uh, he, except for number number seven, he always tells her, you know, yeah, you don't you don't have powers. I'm sorry, you can't go fight with the other kids, but uh, you're not special. Um, so yeah, they're like well known superhero group in the city and stuff. Yeah, and then they get older and they all separate. They go different ways. Well, he dies, so all the kids come back together to the house. Like, hey, you know, we got a funeral deal. Yeah, have, have a funeral for dad. Deal with his actions and stuff like that. <laughs> Which yeah, sorry. <laughs> I love the way they dump their ashes. Ashes, it's like, Croop. yeah. <laughs> like I guess you should have waited for them to be win or something like that. It's just yeah. ashes on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> just like dead on the ground. Yeah. Um, so they all come together, and then they uh, when they come together though, real quick. Yeah. Danny, one of the kids, is dead, and uh, Ben. Fa- Ben, I'm sorry, Ben, ben is ben dead. Ben is dead, yeah. And number five is missing. Yeah, so number five, when they were kids, he uh, he's able to... Maybe I should go over all their powers. Real quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So real, I, I know the story and the, everything kind of goes... Yeah. You gotta go, yeah. So briefly, there's seven kids. The oldest one, or not the oldest, all the same age. The first one, the leader of the group, is Luther. Yeah. Uh, he's got super strength and he's the leader of the group. Yeah. Uh, Diego, number two is Diego. He, I, like, I like all these characters. He, his only real ability is that he can... Like, if you throw something, he can manipulate which direction it goes. So he his skill, he throws knives, and he'll turn a corner, turn another corner, and hit somebody right in the neck or whatever. He's really yeah. good at throwing knives. But he also developed his own fighting skills, and he's yeah. got stealth and agility and all stuff. So, yeah, he's really slick. Um, Allison, uh, she has this ability of... Uh, Go off of just their TV Persuasion. Stuff. Make sure you're doing that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if you were going to talk about the yeah, comic book. Yeah, just at the TV. The comic book, I, I, you told me, is a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, go ahead. She has the ability to uh, manipulate people, so she'll tell you, I heard a rumor that you shot your partner, and the guy has to turn and shoot his partner. Like, yeah. Kind of Kilgrave deal, Yeah. if you know who that is. Uh, so she she's pretty pretty cool. And she also, just like Diego, has learned how to fight over the years. And she's, she's a, a famous celebrity because she used her power to get herself to be a celebrity. And... She's a good fighter, so she's useful in the family when she goes down. Um, Klaus, number four is Klaus. He can uh, see the dead and interact with the dead to an extent. Um, but he doesn't, in the show, he doesn't really use his powers much until pretty much the yeah, end. But he doesn't he, understand them. No, he's one, been numbing them. One big thing, yeah, is he can't use his powers almost at all when he does drugs, but he's addicted to drugs. He's you know, yeah. a drug addict. Uh, so number five is probably everyone's favorite because he... He's just awesome. Badass. Yeah. Number five, I even looked it up to see what's his name as a child or whatever. It doesn't have a name. It, okay, so I have a theory on that. I thought that too. Yeah. They said that the mom gave him names. Maybe he disappeared before the mom gave him all names. That she would have named. Oh, yeah, because the mom didn't come in until they were yeah. a little bit older too, like seven or eight or something like that. Yeah. Well, he was 13 when he went missing. But, oh, okay. But his, his, I know his real name's Aiden Gallagher, even, but. Even the commission calls him number five. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. So they never casted him with a name, I guess. He's, he's, he's the monkey. No, he's yeah. so sorry. He's yeah, Pilgo. number five can teleport between you know in, in space and travel through time. He doesn't have a great grasp of the time travel though, because he in this story traveled into the future because he kept telling his dad, "I could time travel. Let me do it. Let me do it." The dad's like, "No, no, no. You don't want to mess with time. You're just gonna hurt yourself, cause problems, get lost, or whatever." And he was right. The kid 
was got really good at space travel, but then as soon as he tried to time travel, he jumped to the future he couldn't come back from. And Is that, that why he's missing? Yeah. And in that, he saw the, the, the apocalypse came. And it was like, oh, it's, he found out, oh, it comes on this day. So through a huge series of events with this uh, time-traveling commission that tries to keep the timeline the way it should be, uh, he was able to find his way back. But in, tele- in, in finding his way back to his time, he, he had already aged for like 50-something years yeah, or whatever. He, he was an old man. Yeah. It was like... And they would have... So the commission, what their job is, real quick, yeah. um, is to fix the timeline when something goes awry. So when I think it's like multiple timelines, mm-hmm. and they're trying to keep them all kind of normal. And like, oh, this one, this guy doesn't decide to kill JFK. So hey, we need to go back and make sure you kill JFK. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, um, it, it, they go... It's interesting because they do... You One example where like, um, this one butcher needs to die so that his son will take over for the butcher shop. Mm-hmm. And he's not very good at it. So he'll accidentally poison this one dude who will like go home and... Do this one thing wrong, yeah. and so what you need to do go kill that butcher so that it goes yeah. to his son. So you need so that's their job. Yeah. Basically. They they do like calculations to yeah. figure out what's the smallest impact you can make yeah. that will come out to the right outcome that's, that you need. They're really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he using the commission goes back, is able to join his family again back in time. Back you know. But he's old. But he so he aged, but then he teleported back, and the way he had to come back, he teleported back into his thirteen year old body. So he's an old man in a kid's body when yeah. all his brothers and sisters are 25 or something like that. It sounds like maybe... What I had heard, time travel actually uses up his age. I don't know. Yeah. I had heard something like... I think it was an interview with the kid even. He was saying it that way. It, time travel uses his age. So every time he tra- every time he travels, he consumes more of his... Age. Age. Like Benjamin Buttons himself. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you know what? That's what I forgot about. Because in the show, he did say he was afraid to to time travel too much more because he would he was afraid that he would end up in a time where he wasn't born yet. Yeah, he said that in the show. I forgot about that. So interesting thing: time travel makes him younger. Yeah, to which least, is very yeah to some, be very neat. Yeah, how do you cast that? Anyway, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number five. Really interesting character. He has a, a, a lot, a big part in the story. Um, ben is number six. Ben has a cool ability because he's uh, able to launch tentacles out of his chest, and he it shows him a couple times in the show grabbing bad guys and throwing them yeah. against the walls, and he's a lot of strength. I and mean, he's a pretty cool character. But in the show, he's dead. He died. You know, it it shows him as a, an adult, not a little kid. So we can imagine he must have died, you know, in his early twenties or something like that. Uh, but he's dead and actually travels around as like a companion with Klaus because Klaus can see the dead. Yeah. When he's on his drugs, he can't really see much, but he always is able to see Ben. So. Yeah. Ben's his anchor. Yeah. So that's that's kind of cool. And those two work good together because Klaus is like the the family screw up, and you know he <laughs> needs somebody to talk to all the time. So it works out good. Maybe rewatching this show. <laughs> it's, like it a, it it's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, it a lot. I kind of skimmed through it again today just so I could take some notes, and I was like, man, it, I hope they keep going with it. Yeah. Uh, so number seven. Her name is Vanya. She's uh, played by Ellen Page. She's the one that the dad always told her, you don't have any power. So, you know, I'm sorry. She, you want to go, you know, save the day with the other kids. But, you know, I only, he even tells the press, I only had six uh, kids yeah. that they got that day with special abilities. And never mentions the seventh. Who Whenever they take have. pictures, she's so not the she end up being like the strongest. Jean Grey. So, so, yeah. Okay, so come to find out. But Joe predicted without even watching it. Right. <laughs> so not to ruin it for everybody, but this is full of spoilers. Uh, so she has uh, telekinetic power so she but but she has to focus on a single noise to really be able to channel her power or whatever mm-hmm. so uh she works on it by listening to like the river running or the, the key is her violin mainly but yeah eventually yeah she uses the violin and because she has been practicing it for years and i think her i think her dad did that intentionally 
Well, okay. Oh, man, I'm telling you. I, there's so many questions the show puts in that I want answers to. <laughs> the, the look back at the dad, yeah. he came from somewhere where they were launching rockets pre like car or like at the early ages of cars yeah he came from like atlantis or something right mm-hmm. watch it again and check that out so he, and he was with a wife that loved the violin yeah he then she dies so he's leaving that area and comes to america that was probably a different time though it could have been but he's but anyway so he comes to america he has a violin so she later on basically she doesn't know about her powers mm-hmm. I, so i think it's unrelated but then um, he, she asked to borrow the violin for her music lessons. Yeah. And she's playing the violin. She tells her mom, the robot, that I want to be the best at this and stuff like that. And you see, finally, it's like the only time you ever see it, on the dad, him actually smile about that. Yeah. Like off on his own thing. Yeah. And so it, it, there was a connection, mm. I think, to his old wife. Yeah, maybe that's where, you know, he he loves the other kids because they're his superheroes and they're going to save the world. But she reminds him of his ex-wife yeah. and that passion for music. That's pretty good. I didn't really yeah. connect those two. I like that. Yeah. So she's cool because she has telekinesis, but she didn't. She didn't know it growing up. Her whole childhood, she was told she didn't have a power. When she was I don't know, like six or seven or eight or whatever, he was trying to. She, she, he knew she had this power. Yeah. And they were trying to control it and fine tune it, practice it, and stuff like that. Um, it's it gets connected to her emotions too. Yeah. She freaks out. Completely tied to her emotions. So she couldn't control it. And he realized there's no way to control this. So he started giving her these. He put her in isolation for like six weeks or something yeah. like that. And then uh, gave her these pills that she had to take every day. And he always told her, these are for your anxiety. This is just help, help you be calm. And then had the sister, Allison, the one that, the, with, that can persuade What number is she? Uh, number three. So she's the one who's a celebrity now. But all she has to say oh. is, I heard a rumor. And then whatever she tells you is now concrete in your mind. She's, she'll hypnotize you or whatever yeah. to yeah. do whatever. So she told her, you know, I heard a rumor. You were just a normal girl that didn't have any powers. That was so sad to see when, that in the show. when she does it. Like you see her in the room with like the doctor Pogo, the mom, and then the little girl. You're like, oh, I know what they're gonna do, and you're yeah. like, No, don't, don't do it. For both of them, for, they're both for like Allison six, too. so they don't really know what they're doing. Like yeah. she even she's even telling when she's telling her in the future, she's like, I didn't know what I was doing. They just had me say this thing. Yeah, and then she's like, You're not special and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah. Oh, you're taking her power. Yeah. So her oh, rest of her life, she never tries to develop a power because she knows now. Now that she was told that in her brain, it's concreted that I don't yeah. have any powers. And her her dad always reminds her. Yeah, yeah I get goosebumps thinking about that episode. Yeah. It's a good one. Was that like the last episode? No, no, no that was no, like no. it's like the seven, third and the last. Yeah, yeah seven, seven, seven or eight. Yeah, seven. So, but uh, yeah, that was it. That was a tearjerker. She didn't. Okay, this whole time her powers were suppressed. She's been taking these pills that she thought were helping her anxiety, but really they were you know a mood mood uh, control. You can tell yeah. they're mood controllers. Because it's, okay, so the actor playing this is Ellen Page. If you guys are familiar with Ellen Page, she's from Inception and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Juno. The yeah. she makes the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. she does a really good job of not portraying emotions. You know what I'm saying? She's a real uh, Spock in that sense. But um, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> my soul, Joe. My soul. <laughs> so they they casted her well for the first half of the show because the idea is that she has no emotions. Really. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, the story uh, story wise. Okay, so yeah, so those are all really good characters. Um, so so I'm curious how's it end now. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll yeah, tell you. no, we're going full spoilers in this. Where were we in the story? So they have the funeral for the dad. Oh yeah, and they end up realizing. So yeah, so so after the funeral, I think it was after the funeral, five appears, and they've been missing him since he was 13. All the they're, they're probably 10 years or whatever, 12 years that all the siblings just had to grow up without their brother five, who you know was a big part of their their uh, team or whatever too. So all of a sudden, there's just a glowing energy. He comes out of some like pretty much a portal, and uh, he's back. Is this with during him. the funeral? Yeah, is it? It's at the very end of the funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same day. So um, 
he explains this whole time travel where he was in the future and had to work with the commission to come back and all that stuff. And he says there's something so much so so much bigger than you guys going on. The apocalypse is coming, and it's going to be in like three days or eight days. Eight days, yeah. Okay. And he's like, yeah. I, I've seen it. The whole world is destroyed, and I need you guys to work with me to try to figure out how to stop it. And there's a lot of uh, drama between the family because they were apart for so long. They all split up for different reasons and stuff. Luther, number one, is the only one who actually stayed with the dad, uh, you know, until he was sent to the, the moon. psyche. The psyche behind that though is amazing. Yeah. They do such a good job ex- exploring like how their psyche works in each of these characters. Yeah, phenomenal. So now that Five's back, eventually he gets them all to stick together. And hey, we need to go figure out why. It, kind of not really stick together, but they go their own ways to try to figure out why uh, the apocalypse is coming, how to stop it. They figure out who the person is they need to find. And meanwhile, Seven's not really involved. Um, Vanya. She's, she's never involved. Yeah, Vanya. Yeah, yeah because because everybody else. Uh, Allison is closer with her. She Number three, she uh, is the only other sister, so they have a better relationship. But everybody else kind of treats her like crap, and so you're just the, you're the pet of the house, pretty much. Yeah. You just sit in the corner. And a lot of their distaste for her is because she wrote a book just not too long before that. Of course, she's the outcast of the family, so she, she right. has a sad perspective of their family and everything. Um, so her book was not flattering for any of a tell-all book of like all the drama behind it, you know? Yeah, and it made all them look like crap. So yeah. they were all kind of upset about that. Um, so she was an outcast throughout the whole show, or the uh, season. Um, and she starts dating this guy who, you know, seems like a nice guy. He's actually taking interest in her when she feels like a He gives a the creep vibe so fast, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's no time for like, don't trust that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you see from the family's perspective, too, especially yeah. Allison, that she's seeing this guy's got some other motives. like Randomly in her apartment. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. You know, he left her flowers. Like, oh, that was cool. But then you realize he didn't just leave her flowers. He was also emptying out her uh, prescription of, yeah. of uh, mood, control. mood control pills. Mm-hmm. So we find out this guy uh, had his name somewhere. Uh, they call him Leonard, but they find out later his name is Harold Jenkins. Yeah. Um, that he uh, he had a messed up childhood. He was born on the same day as all them and wanted to be one of them. Well, what's funny oh, is he, he was the, born is he on the missing one. Well, no, he, no. Did you say there was eight, right? No, there's, there's seven, seven of those kids. There's forty three people born that day, but there's but the seven. The trick is he was born normal. He was not born as a yeah. surprise. It was just the day he was months. born. Oh, okay. So he was always like, he, he has, you know what he is? Syndrome from Incredibles. Yeah, exactly. He is so syndrome okay. from Incredibles. Think yeah. of that. Okay. So he makes made his own mask and he would read all the comics yeah. and and, uh, and his dad would beat him. So of course that's not figures. great, you know. Yeah, his dad would always just tell him go fetch me a beer. Stop being a useless piece of crap and stuff like that. No, you're not useless if you're fetching beer. I'm just saying, right? So yeah. eventually he he wised up, well not wised up, but got fed up and killed his dad. Yeah. So that was like. Climactic. Went to Judy Fort. Yeah. He and tried to join the team and even because the, the, the quote unquote dad of the team mm-hmm. is such a jerk. And he was just like, oh no, you're not special like these kids. You need to go away. <laughs> it was just like shutting him down. Yeah. And got the whole, made the whole crowd laugh at him. And yeah. He really pissed the kid off a bit more. But anyways. So he's studying all them and he must have actually found out uh, Seven had a power and, yeah. and that it was covered up and all that stuff. He, he did because he, okay. I don't want to go too much on the story because I mean, we don't want to explain you know, everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. But um, basically what happened is uh, he found the notebook that Four had oh, sold to the, yeah. or threw in the away trash. in yeah. the trash. And it was the notebook of the professor explaining like, we got to hide Vanya's powers. That's what it was with all his notes in it. <laughs> so yeah. he uses that to try to end the world yeah. or create a super build. A, a being, being so is, is the dad the reason for the apocalypse? Uh, in a lot of ways, yeah, kind of, yeah, because really? yeah. yeah, yeah. he was try- it, supposedly he was trying to prevent it with all this stuff he did, but in the end, it kind of caused it. Did yeah. the dad have any powers? 
No. No. Well, we don't know because he also knew that the apocalypse was coming. I was going to say, when you said that, I was like, yeah. could he time travel too? So what we find him? out, one of the big twists is we find out that the dad killed himself to bring everybody together so that they can work on the apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. So he so knew that he knew the kids five knew. would come back? He must have known something. Yeah, he, that's the thing. And five, it's a big big mystery. Is five's like, wait a minute, how did he know about this? Because is he a time traveler? And I'm telling you, there was rockets in the background yeah. when, when he was younger. So there's something going on with him. Um, but yeah, there's that whole, and then, uh, just on the side thing too, is there's this thing called the commission where he was assassinating people, right? Well, they're like, he wants to prevent the, the apocalypse. And like, no, that's part of regular history. You can't prevent the apocalypse. So now they're sent two uh, people back to like try to kill five. Hazel and Chacha. Hazel and Chacha are sent back to assassinate their best assassin. Mm-hmm. And what, and the best thing about this, their best assassin, again, is this 13-year-old kid with the mind of a, like a 50-something-year-old yeah. who's in love with a mannequin oh, because yeah. when he's in the apocalypse and he was walking around... He That's found all this, there was? Yeah. There was just this mannequin and like, I don't forget anything. Does like, he say, does he say how it ends? How's the apocalypse? Uh, well, yeah, we find out. It was Jean yeah. Grey going Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> it was number seven who concentrated her power oh, and she okay. ended up losing control of it and yeah. it was freaking crazy. Sure. Yeah. So, Is yeah. this a... When I've seen it. It, um, is it a comic book? It yeah. is a comic book, yeah. Oh. It's based on a comic book, Umbrella Academy, which started at the first one, but... Yeah. Is it... Would you say it's, like, gruesome? Is it, gr- like, no. show gruesome? No, no, no. 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 I, I, so is it kind of, like... It is, like... Okay, so think of the CW shows, right? So all those CW, the arrows and flashes, like, it's like those with better writing and better uh, budget, because... But it feels like that kind of pacing, that kind of fun, but, like, a better budget and better writing. I would say so. If you're going to like Netflix to watch superhero shows and you're watching like Daredevil, it is not like Daredevil. Daredevils are long, extensive arcs. This is a much more fun and fast pace. Hmm. Uh, there are like two dance scenes I don't care for because I'm just one of those guys like, why are we dancing? But um, it's yeah. it's a lot faster pace than that. Did um how okay so one's a monkey right? Yeah. How, so, well, how he's, yeah. Mon- he's 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 uh, all born right from yeah, but, but he's, he's not one of the kids. Yeah. So in the house. There was, you know, the dad adopted the seven kids, but he also had Pogo is a monkey. He because he's a scientist too. Oh. He's a monkey that he had experimented on and made him smart. So he, he's yeah. like the the wise old man in the house. That the Alfred. butler, yeah, he's the Alfred. Yeah, and then uh, I love him so much. Yeah, yeah such a good character. <laughs> and then when the kids were like six or seven, uh, he was trying to find a nanny to help take care of the kids and stuff. Uh, it wasn't working out with any of the nannies, so he designed this cyborg robot or whatever. Not a cyborg, a robot android. Uh, that is their mom after that so she like took care of the took care of the family as a mom. I love how like three's the one that's real close to her yeah. and like that whole thing like, oh my god yeah it's <laughs> such a good is show is that three no Allison's three two oh, Diego two two Diego, Diego. Diego. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember them by their numbers just cause it's, it's easier but it's hard to do that too yeah so uh, to finish up the story though uh, what's her name uh, Vanya number seven was dating that guy he was a creep trying to bring out her powers trying to you know show her that she has powers yeah he's successful she has powers she gets mad at the family for covering it up this whole time because her her sister is the one that told her to, to not have her you know to hide her powers that she's normal convinced her that she's normal um so she kind of emotionally accidentally slits her sister's throat she's bleeding out like crazy and uh she runs off um the family saves the sister but she can't speak anymore and then, after a series of events, she kills 
her boyfriend that was trying to manipulate her, and she goes to perform at the symphony that she had scheduled already. So, like, busy life, killing people, got to get well, back to the that symphony. was, like, her goal in life was to get on the symphony. So it yeah. was kind of like, and I can got, do it now no matter what. Like She, 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 she got first power. chair because yeah. the girl that was first chair got killed. Yeah. Wanted yeah. to be in the symphony? Yeah, because yeah. she's, she's a violinist. and Because yeah. she was just a normal person, yeah. so that's what she does is, you know. Uh, but so she gets in there, and now she's got her power, and she knows she does. And uh, so focusing on her music is a, a way for her to channel that energy and that power now that she's not being subdued anymore with the drugs. So she's building up this energy, and people start freaking out. And then all of a sudden, the, the rest of the family gets there to stop her. And uh, she will just send a shockwave of uh, you know kinetic energy or whatever her, uh, what do you call that, telekinetic force yeah. in different directions and just you know throw people across the room so her siblings are trying to attack her uh, they all use their powers in different ways in there it was a really cool scene and there was a whole group of agents in there too what were they were they time agents that came in to attack to try no, to kill them no we don't know it's oh. one of the mysteries, man. That's another so one. She, so many so questions to be answered. So she's the bad guy. Yeah. So she ended up being the bad guy. guy. She yeah, has the whole time. such a so much power that she doesn't know how to control because she was never taught how to use it, and she's treated like shit. Yeah, she resents her family. And so. it, it, what's cool to self self um, it's a prophecy that happens upon itself. I know the word, but I can't. Yeah. Remember. Anyways, so they're there to prevent the the apocalypse, which they think is her just emitting her power, mm-hmm. but then when they go to redirect her, you know, with the gun and everything like this. She ends up just releasing it in a one beam instead. So it's the moon, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. we saved the day." So to to yeah. stop her, they're all on the stage trying to attack her. She stops them and holds them all suspended in air, except for her sister. She thought she killed because yeah. she slit her throat. Her sister's behind her with a gun pointed to her head, but she just couldn't pull the trigger to kill her. So instead, she puts it next to her ear because focusing on the sound of her music is what gives her her power. It yeah. helps her channel her power. So she fires the gun next to her ear completely stops her immediately she falls to the ground and all of her energy that she had channeled that was going to destroy the world focused and followed that beam of the bullet and the bullet she shot through the glass ceiling or whatever oh i didn't realize it was following the bullet yeah i just thought she just shot it forward and the moon happened to be there no i mean imagine the sound that that was echoing was in that direction oh, she followed damn, the sound Jonathan, nice. yeah because she would you know yeah, focus, yeah. she's focusing she on the bullet. Channels the music, the, the oh, sound. Shit, that's good. So that bullet was aimed towards the moon. Her super energy that was gonna destroy the city, probably not the world, could probably destroy the city, was channeled directly at the moon, and it fractures the moon. Now this falling pieces of asteroids of the moon are coming on Earth, and that's what causes the apocalypse. So then, so preventing her all. is what caused the apocalypse. Yeah. So she. So if if they she, let her do her thing. She probably would have destroyed the city, or you know, I thought number five saw how it. All he, comes he, number five. Good. Number five teleported to the future where the apocalypse had already been happened and seeing all his siblings, they're dead. So yeah. he didn't see what actually caused it. He just knew that it was going to happen. And, you think and he would have? He found out that that, that guy. He can't go back. He didn't know how to go back. He only knew how to go forward. So, so he, he went, went off. Of he just went. He took one. Yeah, he jumped. Like he just jumped one time years, and was like, oh dang. Yeah. The world's yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. And he, didn't and he was back. able to go back, but he's only able to go back to where the commission sent him. So you had to go to Dallas when JFK's in the car and everything like that. Yeah. So, but the whole time he's doing that, he's always making calculations of how he can do it on his own so that he can go back to save the day. And like, even the rubble of his house he thought was destroyed in the whole thing. And then he finds out, no, this so house was destroyed from something else. Caused it, I guess. In a way, Every, right? well, honestly, when you're watching this, everybody had a piece in causing this. Yeah. Really. I mean, the sister caused oh, it. Oh, and then she, she, so she, the one that couldn't talk was the one that changes their mind? Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, <laughs> everybody had a piece in this. Dude, yeah. this show is yeah. crazy good. Nice. So last minute, just to continue the series and everything's really good, 
they're all on the stage. They're like, dude, the world is literally going to be destroyed in, in seconds. They see a big third or whatever of the moon coming, crashing into the earth. So they all come together and Five's like, I, I don't know what we, what's going to happen, but we got to try. I'm going to see if we can teleport all of us through time into you know a different time and, and stop all this from happening. So they all come together and they huddle and they try and try and eventually right before the flames cover the earth uh, are able to teleport out. So yeah. we don't know where they went. If the you know what time did they just jump to the future after the apocalypse is done and they're gonna figure it out there, or so he might have jumped back fifty years. The only people alive. Yeah, yeah. they're fine with everybody else. And is he gonna be a baby because he was afraid to travel through time because he's gonna de-age more? So we'll see. Yeah, hopefully uh, he just went forward like a couple weeks because yeah. you know we know that one week away is enough for him to be able to walk around. Is yeah. that stable enough? Yeah, because he that's when he found the newspaper. Yeah, and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't go back through time very well. So yeah. it'd be better for him to go forward. We even jump all the way forward to when the lady came and offered him the briefcase the first time. Yeah, the commissioner yeah. came. Which is about funny. 15, like before he teleported away, he was like, "Where we're going, we don't need cops." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a really good story. Some floating train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the setting though? I liked it. I think the, the a lot of it takes place in the mansion. Yeah, which was I mean not a cheap set. It's no. not like they did a you know, green screen or something. It was it was nice. Hmm. Um, I like how they didn't stay in just one place though. A lot of you know they were all over the place in the city and stuff. Uh, moved around a lot. So yeah, I get the good. the focal point was the mansion, but yeah, they did move around a lot. They kept yeah. Pogo in the mansion. Yeah, because I think the, that lighting suited CGI best because they they did yeah. a really good job with it. The CGI and the, the special effects yeah. all around was really so, good. So Pogo and the mom, they did a really good job. With, I mean, I, I don't know if they not, used the CGI, but yeah, not too much to do with the mom they, except for when they cut her arm open. Yeah, otherwise it wasn't much. Yeah, uh, but I just but the fight scenes and stuff, you know. Yeah. When they uh, show uh, Ben his ability and everything, it was really cool. That's a lot of CGI. Was each end of the episode like a cliffhanger kind of? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, I recommend the watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the music's really good. Like, in it. it all sounds interesting. Yeah, it just from, from what I've seen of it, though, it just I was just like, man, it doesn't look. Like, uh, I was like, yeah, it's long time. But from going through the story, I mean, now I know it ends. But going through the story, I'm like, yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. The music's really good too. The first song you hear is Lindsey Sterling's. Band oh, of the Opera. Yeah, that? that was really That's good. That's my favorite Lindsay Sterling too. Yeah, great way to start it, for sure. <laughs> and then it, it's kind of a, uh, what do you call that? Foreshadowing. So they're going kind of back and forth between them being forth. old and then back to when they were kids? Sometimes. Most of them as old. Yeah, yeah. Most of them as old. It really just to, to explain their abilities, I think, was the main reason why they, yeah. they would show uh, flashbacks. Or whenever you see how like it mentally affected people. Like the fact that Vanya can't trust her sister. Oh, yeah. If she looks back at like how many times the sister was like a bitch, you know. Yeah. Because the sisters in number one, number three and number one are kind of hooking up. Not really hooking up because they're young, but, you know, they're love. Um, and so in that pursuit of love, she shut out her sister a lot. So that's kind of a thing, you know. And the fact that she didn't have powers. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a lot of twists in the show, but I did like how the... the I mean, I guess there was... The whole... Yeah, the two agents few. the two agents fighting against each other was a twist when it spawned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, stuff like that. Uh, and the weird. fact that the dad killed himself to bring them together. Vanya in itself is a twist. Yeah. But I, I imagine there's going to be a lot more with how secretive the dad was. We're going to find out so much more about the dad. Yeah. yeah. So that was... Some interesting no, so yeah. did good twist, but no, like, oh my god, I can't believe that's you know, it was all brought to you softly. Pretty, yeah. you, you kind of expected some of it. Like, how, how much out of 100 would you? What's the rating on this? What's your Metacritic? Oh, <laughs> right? Um, well, so we gotta, we used to do this with level up, let's do it again. Where we used to find some, how many umbrella because man, the intro, I love how every time they would introduce the Umbrella Academy, yeah, stuff, they did a good job so, with that. Why the name Umbrella? 
Again, mystery. Actually, as far as we can tell, the dad got gonna... off the boat and saw an umbrella factory and just yeah. came in and bought it. Yeah. And that was it. it it's, there's so many mysteries that we're excited to hear about. Yeah. But so how he, many umbrellas out in, of 100? In the, in the intro, <laughs> each episode, somehow you would see the umbrella logo or whatever. And usually it was an umbrella opening. And a lot yeah, of it was yeah, like back when they were kids, it. he was clearly merchandising stuff. Oh, so a lot yeah. of times it'd be like right. a toy, an old toy that's got the umbrella logo on it. It was like, oh yeah, he merchandised that out. So. Um, Interesting. I think I'd give it... So let, let me bring up one complaint then before I rate it because overall I liked it. There wasn't there was almost nothing for me to complain about. The only thing uh, that I didn't like about the show was Ellen Page's acting at the end. Yeah, because she has to be, at that point, she has to be a lot of Yeah, emotion. so she was pretty much the same all the way through, but her character went through a huge transformation, but she didn't. The yeah. actor didn't. So, uh, up till then, Seven was just the outcast, didn't have powers, she was just a simple, sad, kind of lonely girl. That's fine. She did a good job playing that. She did a little emotion and stuff. But then all of a sudden, you find out, not only do you have power, so you're more important than anybody else like you know a lot of people in the world because yeah yeah, you you can control telekinetic energy or whatever um so you should be empowered by that but not only that but you're the most powerful of your siblings like your father was afraid of your power because you're so powerful and all you got to do is you know focus on music or sounds or whatever and try to tame it and you can probably kill all your siblings like you're probably gonna end the world so she should have all kinds of confidence and be, she didn't convey that. Por- well. Yeah, portraying that. But yeah. she she just kind of walked around. It really sadly reminded me of uh, Spider Man, whichever one it was. The emo one. Well, yeah, where the dude was. Yeah, where the dude was all emo and just kind of like acting weird. I don't know. So I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> so I just didn't like her. her I didn't. Yeah, I didn't care for conform. the fact that they used Mary J. Blige for one of the two uh, for. Hazel and what was it one? Uh, Cha Cha. She was she was Cha Cha. Yeah. They use Mary J. Blige for that. You know Mary J. Blige, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, like a gospel R and B. Right. Why would you pay the money for Mary J. Blige to be an actor? I think they could have saved the money and yeah, used it somewhere use, else. Using anybody else for that. So role. it's funny the two highest paid actors on the show, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige and Ellen Page, would replace. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. just because they were they were a lot of money, but you could have given them no names, and the no names in the show carried it yeah so yeah. klaus was one of my favorite klaus He's number five yeah. awesome five yeah. they were and uh, diego was really cool yeah um yeah. and as you realize when number three realizes what's her name again alice uh, allison when alice realizes that she how bad she has been to her sister like you see the emotion go well yeah yeah that. she's she does good acting like uh emotionally but yeah so it's just i like ellen page but towards the end she should have had a lot more power and passion in her character and she didn't so that being said um, out of 100 I think I'd give it like 88 umbrellas I would have to you know what I would have to agree with you 100% I was trying to go 92 I was like nah that's that's a little too high with point I would I would, I would almost slip it up to the ni- up to the early 90s but I would go 88 yeah. 88 is fair yeah. it was a definite worth watch yeah oh yeah yeah definitely yeah Um. Yeah. also there was a couple things in the comic book that I would like them to bring or I think would have been interesting to see in the show yeah, uh, there's a, a ton of differences between the comic book and the show. Um, I think the show did a. I liked it better. Um, a lot of the story was was different, but I think that'll change with watching all the, or reading all the comic books. I think the show kind of cut up what they wanted out of the, all of them that are available. Yeah. One thing they had in the comics though was a lot more tech, more technology oh, stuff. Okay. And one thing that was how kinda, old are the comics? Oh, I don't know. Are they newer comics or not that old? 
Oh. Yeah, I think they're pretty Was it like if it was like an old comic from like the early 90s or something? Yeah. But one thing they had that was kind of cool that showed more the, the way the dad tried to structure them as a team and stuff like that was this uh, televator, which is a, a teleporting device, a, a teleporting elevator. So when they get called out to, hey, there's a bank robbery or whatever, they would all get in this televator and it would teleport them to the location mm-hmm. of it. And it was like, it was kind of cool. But then at one point in the comics, I'm pretty sure it showed that it wasn't working. But it's like, it's that would be another good... So you wish know. you saw more of their tech, yeah, yeah. or or more of them when they were when they were fighting too. Yeah, okay. they were, but I don't know. That'd be so. Kinda, what would you say? So there's there's not, not like a lot of superhero action, action yeah, okay. in this movie. So it's not like it's more of a yeah. mystery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More mystery. It's a whole like lot more character development. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot less actual superhero fighting, hmm. which is very interesting. And the comic book has a very different ending too. Not very, but a, it it's don't s- spoil that because I think I'm gonna read that. Okay, it's it's <laughs> it's similar, but. There's significantly different too. Okay. Okay. So it follows the same basic outline, but yeah. the way they get there is not same. Okay. Um, Eighty-eight though. I think that's but, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth the watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, interested in. Yeah. It sounded cool. I hope they continue it. Maybe. I'll have to give it a watch. Wonder how it is. So I think what we'll do in the future, hear me out on this. I think what we'll do for our ratings from here on out, we'll do what we did a level up. Um, I'll break it down into categories. Yeah. So like we'll go like okay for story, what would you give it out of like twenty or whatever? Yeah. Um, maybe we'll go like uh, cast out of twenty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe we'll do that. That way at the end we have that would kind of give us the ability to kind of rate each of because I think the cast on this is twenty out of twenty. Yeah. But I would say like. In the story, I would say like probably eighteen out of twenty. I'm just going with random numbers here, almost. Yeah, but yeah, music yeah. was pretty high, but not you know. But then I would say like, well, maybe even cast wouldn't be that high. Yeah, because you were talking about Mary Jane yeah. yeah, and I, like like you were saying before, she's she's a great actress, but that role doesn't need a great actress. It's a side character. Yeah. Was, it was a good character to have in it. She did a really good job at it. But, it's just too expensive for. Her. Yeah, you you could have got. A no name like her partner who still played a great he, role. He's from Mindhunters. There's a there's he has a small cult following, but he's cheap right now. From Mindhunters? Yeah, okay. it's another. I watched it. Yeah, I watched a few episodes of that. I couldn't I can't remember what what the name of his character is. He's the one that wears glasses and it's like kind of a nerdy looking guy. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think they, they could have replaced her, but yeah, yeah. No But overall, really good show. Okay. That's good. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll call it there, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. I know this is a long episode, but we had a lot to talk about, and uh, yeah, y'all take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.